0: Hello, we're the Revitalize and Grow podcast, here to give you top tips on how to take your marketing and communications to the next level and help you grow. I'm Jenny, your host, and each week I'll be joined by one of my fellow pros to pick apart various PR and marketing topics, demystify the jargon, and give you some practical tips that you can apply to your own business. Occasionally, we'll be bringing on some special guests for bonus episodes. You can find all the latest episodes and keep in touch with us at adpr.co.uk or find us on all the socials you can find the handles in our bio. So grab your cuppa and join us and don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss the latest episodes. Hello and welcome back to the Revitalise and Grow podcast. I'm Jenny and today I am joined by Leah and Libby. Hello. Hello. (laughs) And today we are talking about AI. Um, So unless you've been Living in space for, <laughs> for the past year, um, you'll have seen the explosion in conversation around the subject, particularly since the launch of Chat GPT. But I don't know why I find that difficult to say, Chat GPT, <laughs> in November 2022. Um, so the talk around the subject is a bit of a mix of positive and being impressed with its capabilities, um, alongside a feeling of being concerned. Um, around safety, but also the impact on people's jobs. Um, so today we'll be thinking about that in the context of PR and marketing. So um, is it is it going to steal our jobs? <laughs> um, but we thought perhaps first of all we would start with. Um, so Leah, can you give us a bit of a kind of overview or a definition of what we're talking about when we're talking about AI?
1: Yeah, I'm sure everybody knows or has come across AI before, but just to put it into official context. Um, so artificial intelligence is intelligence demonstrated by machines as opposed to intelligence displayed by like humans or other animals. Um, and intelligence encompasses the ability to uh learn and to reason, uh, to generalize and to infer meaning. So mm. it's very clever. <laughs> <laughs> and now obviously this is being passed on to machines and machines are gaining that intelligence and, and gaining these resources to make decisions and to be able to
0: generalise and rationalise, which is Mm -hmm. uh, interesting. And everyone's picturing the Terminator. Yeah, Yeah.
2: (laughs) that is scary.
0: um so i mean in we we were we had to do our typical thing didn't we? we were having chat before we started recording then we had to stop because we started actually just the whole discussion before we hit record <laughs> um, so we, were, we will go back to some of the things we were talking about um but we were talking about kind of the the pros and cons weren't we so um in terms of using AI within marketing. Um, Did one of you want to kind of kick off in terms of one of them? Maybe we talk about the good stuff before we do any scary, bad stuff, even though it's not scary.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I suppose, I mean, I suppose to start with, um, I suppose we'll go more specifically into um, chat GB. PT. I have to find it <laughs> <laughs> it's quite tongue twister, that one, <laughs> isn't it? I don't know why. It shouldn't be um, that hard to say yeah. so quickly, but it is. <laughs> Sorry, um, let me go on. I mean, I suppose it's important to note that we're we're already using it a lot in PR and marketing um mm-hmm. across the board. I mean, just a few examples for things that we're using using it for at the moment. So you've got your classic Google Analytics, which I think um I can't, can't imagine many people in the industry not sort of using on a day-to-day basis um where well, you've got media monitoring and I think that's quite important within the um, the PR industry to be able to obviously um see you know where your mentions are in the media and you sort of give it um uh it parameters don't you yeah I know what you mean you've got
0: keywords <laughs> I can see you like what What do we give it you give, <laughs> but you're right, in exactly the same way as any AI we give it Particular keywords, but also parameters around those keywords, um, or the good old Boolean search that sometimes yeah. <laughs> have to get <laughs> help with. But um, exactly that, so that it can pick up mentions In- of our clients, mm-hmm. but then exclude things that might have the same kind of name, like po- our client Polar, for example, where they're polar watches but of course polar could also be a polar bear or <laughs> the yeah. Arctic Or so we have very put, different coverage exactly yeah. <laughs> so we do um we do have to set parameters but yeah that's a very good example of how we're already using
2: AI yeah yeah so I suppose um in terms of uh chat GPT in terms of <laughs> the benefits of using that um I think it's obviously it's still fairly new as you say it's not not been launched that um long and sort of things I think people are still experimenting quite a lot with it to sort of see what what the real value that it can bring um but it can it can do a lot I think it for us particularly I think around sort of um sparking ideas and content mm-hmm. sort of around content creation I think that can be um it can be a really useful tool for that um but I think there's there's a whole world in there that um, needs to be explored to see what see what oh, all kinds of cool stuff but I think it definitely is a really useful um tool to aid what we're doing I suppose not wanting to sort of answer the question of whether it's going to steal our jobs <laughs> I don't think it is yet <laughs> yeah. I think, I think you're absolutely right
1: Libby it's about streamlining isn't it so um as marketers like the likes of G- GPT I'm struggling as well um <laughs> It will really help with those kind of time consuming tasks like data analysis, improving customer segmentation um, and customer insights and things like that. Um, But then it frees up our time as kind of specialist marketers to look at more um, strategy and planning Mm -hmm. and creativity and building relationships and all those things that AI can't do. So I think you're absolutely right that it's, it's streamlining our jobs rather than taking over our jobs it can be used as a collaborative partner Mm -hmm. rather than something that we should be feared or worry about Um, and also remember that in using all of these uh, AI tools you have to know how to operate them you're only going to get the best results out of them if you know what to put into them in the first place Um, and I think that's that's something that's really quite overlooked at the moment I think a lot of people are thinking oh I can just write anything I like because I can mm. go on mm. to something like GPT and just um it, it will give me exactly what I want but you have to know what questions to put in there to get the right results back yeah and that's where the expertise of, of
0: marketers come in as well yeah mm. absolutely you can't um to to just sort of put anything in and you know I, I went to this um I went to this sort oh, it was a digital Somerset um evening actually and they were it was really good when we had a guy and he was talking about AI um and he was he was saying quite rightly you know anyone who isn't already using it you're catching you know you're not learning you're you need to catch up pretty quick you're already mm. out of date
2: Can we um, left in the
0: dust yeah <laughs> exactly and it's not as long as it's it's as you said Leah. it won't be people people who lose their jobs won't be people that um you know you need to learn how to use it and sort of keep he was saying like keep your human essence because that is what is valuable so it is a tool and it's something you can use um and you can streamline you know, make your work more efficient but it won't replace you as long as you're Mm -hmm. there'll certainly be a generation of people coming through that will know how to use it really effectively Mm. and it will go into education replace you yeah yes (laughs) (laughs) but But it's very interesting I saw I don't know um actually this was quite a few weeks back now but um I don't know if anyone saw in the news there was a photographer that won a big photography competition Mm. yes with and he didn't tell them it was AI generated, but he generated an AI photograph. And but I personally think, I mean, I looked at it and it was a beautiful photograph, which is why, I, you know, I'm not surprised you won. It was a lovely, beautiful photograph. But because he knew what to put in and how to generate that, he knows how a good composition of a, a good photo, if I was putting that information in, it would come, you know, it it would have been awful because that's not my expertise and I don't know what makes a good photograph. Mm. Um, Mm. So it was good because he is good at his job and he's got his own personal creativity that he put into it in order Mm. to get that image. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I think like you say, it's like, going back to sort of it already being in stuff we use now, you can see in most job descriptions, you know, people need to be able to know how to use Google Analytics and know how to automate emails. And it's probably just going to be the same sort of thing. You know, yeah. you need to be able to use um, AI to, to support your mm-hmm. support your role and, as you say, streamline the process um, because it's only going to grow and it's going to get bigger and bigger. And-
0: yeah, it's, ju- it's just like um, back when social media was like if you so in our age (laughs) but just you know before it was around and it wasn't something that a lot of PR agencies did or you know as agencies or even as marketeers in-house you didn't you know social media was something you were not going to touch Facebook MySpace and you know it wasn't it wasn't something (laughs) you thought you thought was relevant and so I do remember when people sort of f- first started saying, well, we've got a social media specialist or a spe- social media exec that sits in and everyone's like, oh God, you know, what sort of job is that? Some youngster coming in and flicking through Facebook <laughs> and they've called it a job. And I really remember that. And I think it that is essentially the same thing. You know, we're all like, we'll start having people, you know, well, everyone will be specialists in it a mm. bit like now. You don't even necessarily have social media executives. You have your marketing executives that are specialists in that, as well as mm-hmm. every other <laughs> every other <laughs> area of marketing. So I think it will only do the same. It will be very normal that people are using it every day.
1: I think. Yeah, with, I think so and- too. It will. Yeah, it's just integrate into our daily lives as marketers. It just and, and absolutely, like you said, Jenny, if you if you're not on board with it and not losing it and using it, then you're going to be left behind.
0: Mm. <laughs> Yeah. And it's, and as you said, we've talked about, um, it can spark ideas. It's great for, and when we're talking about chat GPT in particular, um, and those sorts of platforms, it's great for filling in that blank page for you really quickly. Is it where, Mm. you know, right, I need to, I need to do a top tip. If we even think about our own ADPR website, where we've got top tips, really quick top tips on, I don't know how to write a press release, We can write that blog standing on our head, really, but it does still take time for you to Mm -hmm. sit there and type it. If we can just put the information we need in and it generates and we just tweak Mm -hmm. and then it goes up, it just streamlines. And it just means, as you said, Leo, you can focus on. Bigger things and more yeah,
1: but valuable it still needs things. that human element, doesn't it? Because Chat GPT might not know your tone of voice or it might not know yeah. the terminology that you use or like say the tone of voice that mm-hmm. you use. So it will always need that specialist kind of human yeah. interaction mm-hmm. to turn it into something. It'll give you the ideas, but you need a good marketer to turn it um, into
0: the right end document. <laughs> and yeah. also like you'll find like all you know, not all. Company. So I use that as a really simple example, but um, there might be, every company and every business is different and doesn't have the same opinion on something. Exactly. So you can, you know, we as an agency or someone else as a business will have different advice to somebody else almost in yeah. <laughs> in lots of ways. So, like you said, you need to make sure it's true and authentic
2: mm. to you
0: and isn't just something that's been scraped from
2: yeah term. and you'd only know that if you as well if you knew you knew it to start yeah. with when you? you couldn't you couldn't yeah. fact check it if you didn't already yeah. know that information so
0: yeah. yeah
1: yeah and I think that's a key thing as well that you must always fact check what it's giving you because we were talking earlier weren't we that actually certainly with chat GPT it's not that up to date so it couldn't tell you something that's happening today or yesterday it couldn't tell you who the current president is or the prime minister Mm. it's um it only goes up to a a certain amount of time a certain point in time so all the facts could actually be quite outdated it could be quite old so Mm -hmm. again it might give the idea of the stat but you would then need to go off and research that and fact check it all Mm. for yourself so it is streamlining but it's not just completely taking that time away there's still a lot of work that would go in behind the scenes to, mm-hmm. to make sure that was all accurate
2: yeah particularly if it gives you any sort of stats or theories I was reading that someone was testing it and um they weren't specific and were trying to ask for the sources for for what um chat PT gave them and then it sort of couldn't find the sources and, and sort of said oh well mm-hmm. we just gave you a, a theoretical you mm-hmm. know because you, d- you weren't specific so that's mm-hmm. also something yeah. to consider
1: And that's why it's so key that you know what to ask it isn't it Mm. and that's that's where that's where the skill comes in again it's knowing
0: exactly what to ask to get those best results that's one of the things people are a bit worried about aren't they is that kind of um the safety around it and the misinformation around it and Mm. and that is yeah exactly why you need that human Mm. that human element we were we were also talking about um uh before we started recording, and then, then we were like, stop, we can keep, it for, <laughs> keep it for the podcast, um, is actually we think a good, a good thing for marketeers and us in the sort of PR and marketing industry is that actually we can hope that it's, it starts um, moving people's opinions from what we do as being very output-based as to being very outcome-based. So um, rather than um, quite often people just sort of see or they a fall in measurement with PR marketing cannot often be that it's like we we wrote X many press releases and secured X much of this. And you know, there's X much content being generated rather than it measuring the outcome and the impact. So hopefully with something like this, as as we were saying before, where it's sort of you're removing that element of everything just being Output-based because you've got a tool that's helping you with those those outputs. So actually, you're being you start measuring much more on the value. Of, of what you're bringing I don't know if I made any sense then mm. that sounded a bit barbly but yeah. <laughs> I'm sure I summarized it but much better earlier but it, it's kind of it's maybe the, when we're chatting beforehand we should just hit record should not we <laughs> I know no more no more pre-chats no, no more pre-chats it. <laughs> um but it, it, it's we do often say sort of the danger of measurement and evaluation with PR and marketing is sometimes that it comes down to being very output-based. Mm. So I think that's where where some people might be worried and that kind of view of they're taking our jobs or you know, AI is taking our jobs, is because you're thinking of it in a very output-based.
2: Yeah, yeah. Output it's, it's, it's like having, you could have 20, you've written 20 blogs that week and they've all gone up and live, or you've written one that has given you like, you know a million views and x many sales but the yeah. others haven't so it's just like that's more valuable than today isn't it even though yeah less outputs
0: yeah mm. and exactly and you're getting you know it's it's about the results and about the income and uh, income it is about that too <laughs> but the outcome outcome, <laughs> outcome <laughs> and the you know, emerged impact and outcome um yeah rather than the output so you know we where we sort of, even for us internally, where we're talking about, it doesn't doesn't matter if you write 10 press releases and pitch them or one press release and they get the same results. Obviously you want to do, you want to do the highest value work. It's not about outputs. It's about the result that you get at the end. And I think that's maybe hopefully what will shift with this and with AI and with people being, yeah, the kind of, i going to take my job because it means <laughs> they can sort of churn all this. It can churn all this content out for me. And, you know, but that's not the value of your role as, you know, in PR and marketing isn't just churning out content. It's yeah, the value, the insights you bring, the relate, as you mentioned earlier, the, the relationships you're building with stakeholders
2: media and the creativity
0: the creativity yeah the you Mm. know all of that it it cannot do you it can help you and you can use it as a tool but it can't replace you so stop it (laughs) it won't won't,
1: won't replace you but but like you said earlier jenny people using ai well other marketers younger marketers perhaps generalizing there the ones that are using it well they're the ones that replace you because exactly like we said if you're not using it to its full advantage then you're going to get left behind yeah Mm
0: -hmm. absolutely and it's it's not something to be nervous of or to be to be worried about it's yeah it's an amazing tool and it's I know we keep sort of particularly referencing chat GPT because it's that's what's kind of exploded the conversation, but there is, as we said, there's so much already using, and we're not scared of using that. You know, when if you think Sorry. about media monitoring, you know, again, back in the day, um, <laughs> I should probably stop saying that because I think I say that across a lot of episodes. Like, <laughs> I'm not that old, but <laughs> experience, Jenny, experience—that's <laughs> you know, what I'm we'll go with. Um, but you know, media monitoring was just physically sitting, you know. And reading through magazines, all those media monitoring agencies that you paid to do it, they physically sat down and cut, you know, you would call them cuttings because people <laughs> would physically <laughs> cut them out, stick them you'd on. Get them. A, you'd get a nice wadge
1: of paper and through
0: the post every you day and you? that you yeah. then had to
1: read through and. Distribute around the management teams
0: and (laughs) and also take off the template that that media monitoring agent and stick it on your own template and scan it in and and so we're not scared of the AI that's replaced that process. It's streamlined it for us and Mm. and made it easier for us. And so that's all it is is like it's new tools that we can use Mm. and make our lives you know so much easier. But yeah, as we say, we've got to embrace it and you know and and we are at the moment aren't we as a, as an agency we're we're doing as much as we can around sort of looking into it how can we use it how can we use it for our clients yeah um mm-hmm. and I suppose it's the speed of it at the moment that is quite I suppose scary for people in terms of catching catching it because you feel like you're catching yeah. up and then it's already all changed again progressed <laughs> um, to something else tools. yeah yeah progressed yeah but um yeah, it's in, it's interesting. I think it's quite exciting. Well, really exciting. It's mm-hmm. very, very. I think exciting. it's very exciting. Yeah, yeah, really
1: exciting. And the more the more I start using it, and the more I look into it, the more exciting I think it is. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Because I think you know when it all first started to blow up, we were all a bit nervous. Like, oh gosh, how is this going to kind of change our daily lives? But I think on the whole, as long as you're using it right, and as long as you understand how to get the best results out of it, it's just an absolute savior. Really, it's a mm. real a real. Good tool for streamlining our whole our whole days, and like us say then using our expertise against other things that simply can't be
2: powered mm. by AI. Yeah, yeah. I would say though, it's in. There's probably also a, something for companies to consider who are using it. To per- perhaps think about a policy around it because mm. I mean, there are t- terms and conditions that you agree to, but like not putting obviously confidential information into it because you don't know where it's going to go. What's What's it going to mm. be used for? Um, I actually watched a really good. Um, it's a sort of a side topic, but um, Black Mirror episode oh, yeah. um, the other day. There's a new series out, um, and there's one called Jonas Awful, and that's about AI and terms and conditions and like a version of Netflix. So yeah. I, I watched wanna... that one last night. It's yeah. really good. It's really good. <laughs> it's isn't really it? good. Yeah. yeah, but it makes you think. Like, I mean, they all make you think, don't they? But like, what could be done if you don't look at the terms and conditions properly?
0: Yeah. And then how sort of actors and actresses have signed over the sort of licensing of their faces to be used, you know, as seen fit in particular programmes. So they lose control of their own identity because they've signed over yeah the license that, that to their face things that are a bit scary aren't they yeah mm. there are There are
1: already reports of kind of artists who people have used ai to create them saying something that they've not ever said mm. um, and that's where i think you do get into dangerous territory because we've already live in a society of such fake news mm. it's ai being used for the wrong reasons to create like yeah. more of that kind of fake news and not really understanding what's true and what's not. And mm. it's scary for those celebrities who are having that done to them, that they're finding this content of themselves out there that they know that they've never done and never said. And that's the kind of more worrying mm. side of things. I think, so this
0: is sort of on subject. I'm <laughs> subject. <laughs> 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 but like, I do think they will need to, I think some schools are starting to do it, but they're going to have to start to teach in schools about you know about the fact that you can't necessarily believe everything mm. that you see online and believe everything you see in social media you have to always take things at face value i yeah. think and it's really annoying i can't remember which country it is it's a scandy country um and i think they they have done for years and years and years they teach in schools they teach their kids but it's you know based on just media and newspapers mm-hmm to think critically and to never, yeah. never uh, just believe what you read in the newspaper. Yeah. You should always do your own research to have a look in. and yeah. see what kind of balance you can find so that, yeah. to sort of stop them sort of becoming extreme in one view or another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think that's brilliant. You know, yeah. brilliant and what should be done everywhere yeah. Yeah. and particularly with social media because, of course, then all the algorithms – start, start feeding, it, it? Mm. Yeah, feeding yeah feeding the same information and same views that actually then people don't see the other side and it just reinforces their view etc cetera, etc cetera. Mm. yeah particularly around no. elections <laughs> yes yes <laughs> um but yeah. it's no it is and I think you're right Leah back on that point um I think it was you Leah just said it is in terms of you you know I think platforms big tech companies are going to have to really, really step up in terms of how they um, mm. monitor. and Monitor it and control it. Yeah. yeah. And how, it gets, how yeah. it gets pinned as, you know, because it's difficult, isn't it? You don't want to say that that sort of content can't exist online because it always will, but how mm. it gets labelled, you know, it should, you know, how can yeah. people tell if that's the real Leah sat there you know creating you know speaking to us on a video call or events, and they <laughs> are generating. you know there needs to be something that lets people know so there's transparency and i think that's the thing that people are most scared of aren't they really yeah
2: I, th- I think it's partly as well because it's just so like, who you know, who understands how it works? I mean, it's yeah. very complicated, isn't it? So how can you police or make policies mm-hmm. around something that you don't really understand and not many yeah. people do? But yeah. yeah, it's sort of a big job, isn't it? At the yeah. Moment? Yeah.
0: I did see the prime minister he was talking about. Did you see he was at a conference with Biden as well? And he was saying how the UK is going to be the heart yeah. of AI policy. And I was like, maybe. Good luck. I mean, we can't hold other stuff together right now. So, yeah. yeah. Um, but I suppose, yeah, I mean, in a, in a nutshell, we I think we're very excited by it and we think it's a really, really good tool. I know we haven't necessarily gone into the sort of real practical application of it, but there is certainly a lot of ways that it mm. it can be used and you shouldn't shy away from it. I know where we've used it to sort of fill in bank pages and give us inspiration. Often you know you can put some consumer insights in there or data in there and it can just it just saves time and then you can use it as a springboard for your creative brainstorming. it there's there's so much you can use it for. You just have to, yeah, not be experiment. not be scared to do it exactly. Mm-hmm. Experiment and still mm-hmm. use your critical eye and your mm-hmm. expertise to know that you can't just use it verbatim. What yep. you know, whatever information that that it does give you. Um, is there anything anything else? So you think we need to we need to cover I know it's quite broad stroke again we haven't really gone into exact <laughs> practicalities but maybe um, that could be another podcast yeah because I
1: think that would be just as long wouldn't it going into exact
0: more exact I, yeah <laughs> I think so you know probably a blog so I'm sure we will yeah. at some point stick, stick a good old blog up there on, on <laughs> sort of the actual practicalities of using it but I think um you know in a nutshell don't be scared of it It's going to be a really fun, it is already a really fantastic AI is a great tool. Everybody's already using it already, just in ways that we're comfortable with, (laughs) But like the media monitoring. And like you said, like Google Analytics, everybody's very comfortable with that. It's just, it's progressing very quickly and there's new Mm -hmm. tools out there, but um, we certainly don't believe that they're a risk to jobs. They are there to assist us and actually, I do think that people start feeling the love for their jobs even more because you do get to do that stuff. It can take quite a lot of administrative tasks away from you and the sort of maybe laborious stuff that takes a long time but um, doesn't necessarily.
1: When you're getting real writer's block or real just creative block, it's a really good inspiration to just get a starting block to to kickstart your creativity off again. Mm -hmm
0: exactly so don't worry it's not coming for our jobs
1: it's not <laughs> yet it's going to be our yet.
0: friend <laughs> it is our friend <laughs> yet <laughs> um, well I think that probably then wraps it up but thank you again for um listening and joining us for this episode um we could probably talk about it for hours and hours and hours and talk about the practicalities if you do want to just have a chat to us about it you can um you can drop us a line at hello at adpr.co.uk um and we'll see you next time bye